Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for June 1st, 2021. I can't believe it's June already. June 1st, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Leveling Up with the Word because I believe that this is a season of new levels for us, that that there is a grace made available for us to level up in every area, every facet, every aspect of our lives. But if we want what God has already provided, if we want what heaven has announced, what heaven has declared, as believers, what happens is God declares things from heaven, but then, then we on the earth have to receive what God has already provided. How do we receive it? We receive it by faith. By faith, we receive what God has already provided. One of the key ways to walking and living by faith is walking in the word and leveling up with the word. In this season in 2021, if you want to level up, you're watching this video because I'm sure you want to level up. If you want to level up, you are going to have to level up with the word of God. So that said, I've been teaching a series entitled Leveling Up with the Word from the Parable of the Sower. Uh, I trust that you had a great Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I know that I did, even though it's not really a day for us to celebrate per se. It's not like a happy Memorial Day. We acknowledge those that went before us. My wife and I both went to combat. We came home safely. There's some people that didn't make it home. So we acknowledge those that sacrificed. Freedom is not free. We acknowledge their family members. We pray for them, Gold Star families, and we, we continue to intercede for this great nation. As I've been teaching this series on the parable of the sower, we're walking our way through it. We're going to go back to the parable again today. Mark chapter 4, beginning at verse 13. The title of today's message is, Don't Give Up on God's Word. It's always working. Look at me. Look at me. I need, I need to be clear on this Tuesday morning. Please, please, when God says something to you, don't give up on God. He won't give up on you. Don't give up on God's word. His word is always working. Let's talk about it. So Mark chapter 4, beginning at verse 13, the Bible says that now the farmer or the sower is like someone who takes the word of God and sows it down inside of people. Now, Sometimes it falls along the side of the road. And those are like the people that hear the word of God, but their understanding is unfruitful. And because they don't understand it, then Satan can come immediately and snatch away the word that was sown in their heart. Now, other people are like the seed that's planted on rocky ground. These are the people that get super excited in church. They're really loud. They say amen loud. They high five their neighbor, right? They quickly and gladly accept the word of God, but they don't allow the word of God to go deep into their lives. They keep it only for a short time. As soon as trouble comes, persecution comes because of the word, then they are quick to give up. Now, other people are like the seed that's planted amongst the thorny weeds. This is where we are right now, the thorny weeds. We've been studying this. These are the people that hear the teaching, but their lives become full of other things. What are the other things? Jesus said, well, the cares of this world, the love of money, everything else they want, and these other things become weeds that grow up in their heart, and the weeds choke out the seed, and it keeps the word from working. And then other people are like seed that's planted on good ground. Say good ground good ground, and they hear the teaching, they accept it, they allow the word to work, they get out of the way, they don't produce weeds, and the word works, sometimes 30 times more, sometimes 60 times more, sometimes 100 times more. You and I, we're after 100. We're after the maximum. We want God's word to work in our lives. We want to receive the harvest that God has declared for such a time as this. So we've been looking at the line, the cares of this world or the worries of this life, and we'll continue to flow in that same vein again today. Remember, the title of today's message is, Don't Give Up on God. Don't Give Up on His Word. His Word is always working. So on this Tuesday morning, 
What does this mean for you today? I have two things to share with you this morning. As I get into these two things, this is where I need you to rid your heart and your mind of all distractions. I don't care what you have to do right now for a few minutes. Just give God your attention. Two things. Number one, here we go. All right, number one, when God gives you a word or a promise, he expects you to take him at his word. He expects you to take him at his word. He expects you to believe that he's going to make his word good. See, most of the time, I've explained this many times, there's a space between the promise and the performance. So God said it, and then, but when God says it, he says it's like it's already done, like it's now. Even For him is now because he's in eternity. But since we're not in eternity and we're in time, for us, it may not happen for five days or five weeks or five months or five years. So, so for, for him, it always sounds like it's now when he says it. But his now is not our now. He's always speaking to us from the position of the eternal now. And eternity is always now. For us, we're in time. It's a matter of time. So you get that word from God, and there's a space between the promise and, and the performance. And in the space between the promise and the performance, the devil wants you to shift your time, your focus, your attention, shift it away from the promise, right? So while you're waiting on God to do what he said, you should be meditating and medicating on what he said. You should be believing God, you know, just reminding yourself of what he said, keeping it before the forefront of your mind. That's why you put it on a vision board or something like that. So you can walk by and, and just see it from time to time and remind yourself, oh, God said that he's still going to do it. He's still going to bring it to pass. But the devil wants you to shift your focus away from that. He wants you to get distracted. He wants you to, to focus on the cares of this world. He wants you to focus on the love of money. He wants you to focus on selfish desires so that these other things can become weeds that grow up in your heart and choke out the word. And, and then you're like, well, yeah, maybe that, I don't know, it's, it's not going to happen. And then you take it down off the, the vision board because now you've allowed other things. You got distracted. And so you've walked away from the promise of God. This is, this is not the will of God. God wants you to have confidence in him. If God says something, he wants you to believe what he said, right? It's kind of like this. Um, you know, there's some people that think or say stuff like, even preachers, you know, uh, unfortunately, kind of lead people astray when they say crazy stuff like, well, you just never know what God is going to do. Well, you you just never know what God is. No, stop. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what God. No, I know what God is going to do in my life because he said some stuff. I, he gave me 66 books of the Bible, and then he's given me promises, good and precious promises. So, no, I know. I'm, I believe God. Let, let me say it this way. What if. What if uh, you give your kids, let's do it in the natural. You give your kids a promise. Hey, Saturday, we're going to Chuck E. Cheese. You have a little kid. Saturday, we're going to Chuck E. Cheese, right? Cool. Thank you, daddy. And your dad, your kid is outside playing with the neighbor's kid. And then, and you hear them, they're playing. And then one kid says, oh, uh, we're going to Chuck E. Cheese on Friday. Then your kid says, well, my dad said we're going to Chuck E. Cheese on Saturday. And then, so you're listening, you're, you're, you're listening to the conversation and then your son says, but then again, you just never know what my dad is going to do. He said, we're going to go there on Saturday, but you just never know. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. You just never know. As a father, you would feel terrible if you heard that. Right. And that's how it is. That's how people make God feel. If God said it, don't go and believe it. Numbers 23 and 19, if he said it, he will perform it. If, it. if he declared it, he will make it good. You have to have confidence in God and what he said. Don't talk about, well, you just never know. No, I know what God said, and I know that he's going to do what he said. I stand on what he said. And when you stand, on what, when you stand in faith 
And like a flint, I'm not going to be moved. Like I, I sh I'm steadfast, unmovable. God said what he said, and, he, and I believe what he said, and he's going to do what he said. And it's only a matter of time. And I don't care. And things can change on the outside, but I'm not going to change on the inside. I'm not going to allow what I see to change what I say. No, God said it, and I'm going to say what God said till I see what, I, what God said. That's called faith. That's how you take God at his word. You're resisting fear, doubt, unbelief. You're resisting worry and the cares of this world. You're not allowing anything to move you. You are not easily swayed true faith has a rest component to it so so the highest form of faith is rest when you get a promise from god and you rest in that promise that's it deep down in your heart you know it's only a matter of time before god before you see in your hands what God revealed in your heart. It's only a matter of time before God does it. It's only a matter of time before it manifests in the earth. It's only a matter of time. that Now, God said it, and he promised it from the foundations of the world, and, and in the earth realm, it's only a matter of time. So you rest in it. You, you trust God. You take God at his word. You're not concerned about it. You're not fretting over it. You're not debating. Is it going to happen? No, no, no. It's only a matter of time, because if you allow the devil to shift your attention and to, your focus over to the cares of this world, the love of money... And everything else you want, then you're going to start debating it. Then you're going to allow these other things to be weeds to grow up and they will choke out the word. They will keep the word from working. If God said something and you rest in it, then as far as you're concerned, your concern is already done. As far as you, you're concerned, it's a, it's a done deal. It's only a matter of time before it manifests in the earth. It's, it's already done. Have you seen it yet? No, but it's only a matter of time. Has it come yet? No, but it's only a matter of time. In heaven, this thing is settled. It's already settled in heaven. And you're not, you're not moved by the cares of this world. You're not moved by anything else. Once you enter into God's rest, then you don't take on the pressure of the situation. You don't take on the pressure of the cares of this world. And you don't even take on the pressure to perform. You don't even take on the pressure to try to be good enough to get it because God already said it, so it's already done. And so you enter into God's rest. You feel no pressure to perform. You feel no pressure to put your hand on something that God didn't tell you to put your hand on. You just believe. You believe God. Now, you're ready to do because faith is an action word. Faith is something you say, something you do, a seed you sow. So you're ready to do something if God leads you to do something. But if God doesn't lead you to do anything, then you believe it's already done and it's only a matter of time. Say amen to that. This is the life of faith. This is how we're supposed to live. All right. Number two, God's word or his promise is always working. Even when you can't see it working. Look at me. It's always working. Even when you don't know it's working, even when you can't see that it's working, it's always working. We've been looking at Mark chapter 4, verses 13 through 20. Let me drop down in that same chapter to verses 26 through 29. In the same conversation, Jesus said later in the chapter, he said, now, now this is what the kingdom of God is like. He's like, man, I got to explain this to you. He's like, man, I'm trying to get these disciples to understand what my daddy's like and, and, and how this, this kingdom, the kingdom of God functions. But you guys are human and natural. So I have to use like human analogies for spiritual concepts. And so he's like, well, let me, let me explain it to you this way. The kingdom of God is like a man that scatters seed on the ground. Now, night and day, whether he sleeps or what, whether he's awake, right? The seed is working. The seed is, is sprouts up and grows. He doesn't know how, how it happens. It just happens all by itself. Jesus said all by itself. The soil produces first the grain, then the stalk, then the head, then the full, full kernel in the head. And as soon as the grain is there, then the man comes out with a sickle. Glory to God is harvest time. And he harvested. Now, what, what, what do we learn from this? Listen, Jesus is explaining that the word of God is like the seed and we are like the soil. And so he's saying that, listen, the word works all by itself. 
Jesus said all by himself. The word of God doesn't need your help to work. The promise of God doesn't need your help to work. Now, if God tells you to do something, you do it. If not, don't do nothing. If God said it, he will perform it. The word of God doesn't need your help. Now, what the word of God needs is for you not to stifle it. What the word of God needs is for you not to fight against it. What the word of God needs is for you not to produce weeds that's going to grow up and choke out the word. A farmer doesn't have to have a degree in agriculture to farm. He doesn't need to understand how the seed produces. He just needs to put the seed in the ground. All he needs to do, he takes the seed, he puts it in the ground, and then now he knows that the seed is in the soil, and he's going to let the seed do what it does. He's going to let the soil do what it does. He's going to let the seed and the soil do what they do, do what they were intended to do by God. This is the picture that God gives us concerning his word. The word will work if you simply give the word the time and the space that they need to work. Listen, you don't have to make the word work. God gives you a promise. You don't have to make it work. You don't have to, you don't have to, all you have to do is get out of the way and ensure that you're not fighting against the process. If you give your mind over to the cares of this world, the love of money and selfish desires, now you're fighting against the process. You are literally creating weeds that are choking out the seed. So you're fighting against what God said. When God sows his word in your heart, he wants you to rest in it. He wants you to rest in what God said. Like the farmer, he wants you, listen, the, he, he wants you to believe that the word is always working. Whether you understand how it works or not, you don't need to understand it. You just need to believe that it's always working. The farmer's like, I'm sleeping. The farmer goes to sleep. The word is working. The farmer's up. The word is working. The farmer's working on something else. The word is working. The farmer goes to town. The word is working. The farmer goes fishing. The word is working. My God, the word is always working. You don't need to know how it's working. It's just always working. What you need to do is not fight against the process. Don't fight against it. Don't, don't create weeds that's going to choke out the seed. Jesus was like, man, the guy could be sleeping. The guy could be awake. It doesn't matter. The, all he needs to do is make sure he's not fighting against the process. So don't fight against the process. The word is always working. And then let me say something about this. Sometimes, like, the farmer could be like, well, I don't know what's happening under the ground, but I know something is happening. Now, see, sometimes it's working and you can't see it. Now, he's like, well, later on, boop, you get a little sprout, boop, then you get a stalk. Okay, yeah, you get excited when you can see it. But before you get the sprout, before you get the stalk, under the ground, it's still working. Even when you can't see it working, it's still working. I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. Even when you can't see it working. The word is working. I'm telling you, the word is still working. It, there are times where you look like, man, it doesn't seem like nothing is working. It doesn't seem like nothing is happening. I know what God said, but my God, it doesn't. No, 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 no. Stop. It's still working. It's just under the ground. It, you haven't seen it yet, but it's working. It's always working. What You need to start resting so that God can be working. While you're working, while you're resting, God is working. While you're working, God is resting. The farmer doesn't need to know how this thing works. He just needs to know that it produces. It will always produce. So this takes the pressure off of you. It puts the pressure on God and, and his word. So just don't fight against the process with the cares of this world. All you have to do as I close is let the word do what it does. Let the soil do what it does. Don't allow the cares of this world, the love of money, or selfish desires to interrupt what God is doing in your life. Because believe me, it's working. The word is always working. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, this is a season of leveling up for me. I level up in 2021 by meditating and medicating on your word day and night. 
I put your word through my eye gates, it gets down in my heart. I put your word through my ear gates, it gets down in my heart. Now that your word has been sown into the soil of my heart, I allow your word to work. I don't need to know how. I don't need to know when. But I trust you, Father. You are the Lord of the harvest. And you will see to it that your word produces a harvest in my life. Even while I'm sleeping, your word is always working. My part is to ensure that I do not produce weeds that fight against your seed. So I refuse to take on the cares of this world. For years, I did things in my own humanity. Now, Father, I learned to rest. I rest and you work. I don't do anything unless you lead me to do it. This is a much better way to live. This is why I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. Man, this word was good. Listen, oh my God, this word blessed me. I might need to watch this thing myself again later on today. Listen, do me two things. Number one, if this word was a blessing to you, leave me some comments in the chat. Number two, Please share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. If you want my notes uh, for free, go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, put in your email address there, and you'll get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. As I close, let me just tell you something. So check this out. I started a new thing. Uh, uh, I always talk about the Grace Life, so I got a Grace Life t-shirt on today. I got a lot of swag. Uh, go to thegracelife.co and check out what we have there. We have products that are, are going to represent the grace of God. Thegracelife.co. Check that out. And if you like something, then you can get it. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Have an amazing day. God bless you.